0: Good morning, one more time, Radiant Life. We're so glad to be back. Pastor Rachel and myself, we have been, it feels like, on a little bit of a world tour. We started a few weeks ago in Houston for uh, Church Multiplication Network Conference and uh, Presbytery meetings for the Assemblies of God, in Ohio, a big group of 75 plus that were there. Uh, For that special few days. And uh, that was a blast. Then Rachel and I got away for five or six days, just the two of us. Then we took our kids on vacation for a week. So thank you for letting us go and get refreshed. It was such a great and wonderful time. In fact, I was asked on the the front end, just somebody like, why don't you tell everybody that you're going? And I think a little bit we're gonna talk about today. But I love Radiant Life Church because it's not about a dude standing up here that's the preacher or the guy that leads. It's about the body of Christ being the family. So when I leave, guess what happens? Life groups still happen. The Word's still preached. Worship still takes place. Relationships still happen. And that's the goal of who we are and what we do. And so I'm just blessed beyond all measure, Pastor Rachel myself, to be able to lead and uh, just to be able to today be back. We are so ready to be back in church on Sunday morning here at Radiant Life Church, and uh, thankful that you are with us, whether you've been here many times, or maybe this is your very first time with us. Welcome, welcome to Radiant family. Well, this morning we're going to dive in, and we're going to take a look at Matthew chapter 25, and maybe you've heard of this parable before of Jesus, the parable of the talents, and uh, I find this to be a super interesting parable at a super interesting place in the New Testament. In Matthew specifically, as we're getting close, right before Jesus is about to go and to give his life, to, to die on a cross for us. This, this uh, portion of scripture and what we're going to look at next week, talking about the final judgment. Right before in the first few verses of Matthew ch- chapter 25, there's the parable of the ten virgins and talking about being ready for the return of Christ. Here, talking about being faithful with what God has given us. And there's something about being faithful. There's something about just doing what God has called you to do. Sometimes it might feel like over and over and over again. Sometimes it might be faithful and stepping out into a new realm or a new maybe job or a new place or a, a new spot in our life or in our ministry. There's something about being faithful. In fact, I want to be sure that we all understand that faithfulness matters right? Faithfulness matters. It makes a difference, and if anything, maybe the number one thing, I'm going to know my Lord, and then I want to be faithful to Him, and to what He's called me to do, and I pray we want the same, because when we do that, then I'm going to be the best husband I can be, or the best father I can be, the best leader I can be, or pastor, or friend, the best uh, neighbor I can be, because I'm going to be faithful to the call of God, to loving my neighbor, to caring for those around me. And so this morning, we are going to look at this, and maybe we would say, what is the the problem today? Uh, Guess what? Sometimes it's hard to be faithful. Anybody ever? It's hard to continue to do what we're supposed to do. It's hard to step into the right areas or do the right things. Sometimes we think we have it, and then we blow it. It's so easy, so easy to blow it. Maybe if you're a parent in the room, it's so easy. You're like, perfect day, everything's great, and then one second, all of a sudden chaos ensues. In fact, I mentioned Pastor Rachel and I, we were with our kids this last week. We had the best week vacation with our kids we've ever had, I would say by far. Like it was so much fun. We did fun things. There was almost no fighting. Like it was a blast. And then we got home Friday. And then yesterday, it was like all the built up, I, I don't know what, the energy, but we, we spent a lot of energy. I guess there was no swimming pool. So that's what we need. I mean, that's what we decided. We need a swimming pool. And our kids are like perfect angels. But they got back. And yesterday, it was like, what is going on? Why is this our kids? Right? It's easy to be faithful when you're going to amusement parks. And you're, you're going to fun places. And you're walking around Colonial Williamsburg. And there's fun stuff. And it's a little bit more difficult when your kids start whining and complaining. And every single thing is pouting Anybody love pouting and whining? No, nobody has ever loved that. But kids love to do it, right? It's easy to be faithful when it's easy, but it's much more difficult. And it happens quick when all of a sudden it's like, oh, the the light switch is turned on and now it's really, really difficult. And so we're going to talk this morning out of Matthew 25, specifically the verses of 14 to 30, and see this story as it unfolds, the parable of the talents right from the beginning, we're going to see that there's three servants, that they are, are called uh, by the master, and they're given five talents. They're given two talents. They're given one talent. Now before we even jump in, maybe you've heard this before, maybe it's the first time ever, but when we think of a talent, we are not used to such a, a, a amount of money or what that means, right? Like, what, what is a talent? And a talent was a weight. Basically, uh, if I was a, someone who worked out and had dumbbells at my house, if you take a 75-pound dumbbell, uh, and that would be about what a talent would be back in this day, and it would either be silver or gold of what a talent was. If it was silver, we're not going to mention, it's only uh, maybe twenty or $30,000 worth, so that's like at the very low end. But most likely, most scholars would say that we're talking about a talent of gold, which means that the one who got one talent... 75 pounds, uh, what it would be, basically 20 years of, of income back in their day, what that would have looked like. So anybody, one talent sounds pretty good when you start thinking about 20 years of your income, right? Like, that's pretty good. So in our day, about 62, we'll go to $60,000 a year, so that'd be about 1.25 million dollars that the one talent person would have been given we're not feeling so bad for that person. Anybody, when you take $1.25 million to get a business off the ground or to get something going, anybody in the house? Yeah, like that would be pretty good. The, the two-talent person, $2.5 million. The three-talent pa- or the five-talent person, you know, around $6 million. This was not some small amount like, hey, good luck, have fun, whatever happens, happens. This is a big deal. And as we read through this, I want that to be in our mind, that God, the, the, sir, or the master, pours out big-time gifts, pours out big-time responsibility upon his people. So as we jump in, Matthew 25, 14, and 15 starts, "'For it will be like a man going on a journey "'who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. "'To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, "'to each according to his ability. "'Then he went away.'" Here, as I would say, there was faithfulness. There was something that was needed, that was given to each one of these people. 1.2, 2.4, 6 million dollars worth uh, of capital that was given. There was something that needed faithfulness to happen. There was faithfulness that was given to them. that he, they, he, The master expected and believed that they could accomplish. And they were expected to do something with this. Now, when we think about talents and what God has given us in our own lives, when we think maybe money, but uh, here and almost everyone would say that it's not talking specifically about money, it's talking about who you are, your ability, your time, your authority, your life resources, your, your money. That when the talent that you have been entrusted with, I want you to know that no matter what you feel like today, God didn't give anybody in the room a small amount. He didn't give anybody in the room just a little. You might say, Well, I don't feel like the five talent person. In fact, as a pastor of a church, you can really easily look. And I mentioned going to CMN conference in Houston, Texas. And it was Texas, it was so much fun. All these pastors getting up and talking and all of the things they're doing. And you could say, Well, I don't know if we we are that we don't have that many talents. Maybe we were a one talent. And you know what I begin to realize over and over as we read the word? That there's no person on the face of the planet that's given a small amount. There's no person on the face of the planet that what you have is not something that the Lord has entrusted to you. That he wants you to accomplish something with. There's nobody in the place, I believe, that, and I believe that you need to believe, that says, well, it doesn't matter because I just have a small amount. Or maybe I'm later in my life and I don't have the impact I once had. No, your impact matters. Maybe you're young in the place. I'm just a kid. No, your impact matters. Who you are, what you are about, being about the work of the Father. The faithfulness that you walk in to what the Lord has given you matters today. And it will matter for all time. There's something special about understanding that he's got you. There's something special about understanding that when this talent is given, it's still the master's. It's not yours, it's not mine, and it wasn't these servants. We don't need to care about what is given to us, but we need to be faithful with what he entrusts to us. And church, when we think about what God is doing and what God has done and what God will do, is that our heart? Is that our prayer? Lord, I'm going to be faithful every step, no matter what it is. No matter whether I naturally could look and compare or whether I say, well, well I've got two or I've got five. No, it doesn't matter. Lord, let me be faithful with what you've given me. Let me walk in what you have given me. Some receive more. Everyone receives something. And everyone receives a large amount. When I think about maybe why, why is it that some people, it seems like you're given so much more, uh, I think in my own life, is it possible that Pastor Chris, or you can put your own name in there, is it possible that if you were given six million dollars, let's just say take money, that you would not be ready, have any clue what to do with six million dollars? When I think about just from a financial standpoint, like I believe I would put six million dollars to good use. What would I do with it? I have no clue. I've never really thought about it, because that's never been something that seems possible to just have six million dollars, right? Like when we travel, we travel for as cheap as we can. We love it when like in-laws pay for us to do fun stuff. We're like, woo, we gotta do fun stuff and know what to pay for it, right? Like to imagine six million dollars. And sometimes in our life we want all of this. But my question for myself, for you to ask yourself, is are we ready for all of this? Or is it possible that God entrusts us, as it says here, with what we're able to deal with, what we're able to handle according to our ability. And my prayer is, Lord, as I'm faithful, maybe with one or with two, Lord, would you grow me and let me be able to next time maybe take two or three? Not because I need more, but because, Lord, you're going to give. And, Lord, I'm going to do my best to be faithful. That's what we are called to do. As we continue here through the next few verses, we see that this faithfulness, what they need to do, it's managed. Verse 16 Through 18 go on. He who had received the five talents went out or went at once and traded with them. And he made five talents more. So also he who who had two talents made two talents more. But he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Whew. That doesn't seem like a good idea. If someone gives you 1.2 million dollars. To go do something with, digging a hole in the backyard may not be the best. Now, I was thinking about this, and if someone gave me 1.25 million or so, and I'm like, well, what's the best thing I could do? I guess the best thing I could do is not lose it, so I'm going to dig a hole in my yard that no one knows about, and at the very least, at the end, I can give it back. Like, he was faithful. He didn't lose it. He didn't go spend it on stuff. He didn't go buy nice cars or nice houses for himself. Like, I mean, at least he did that, I guess. But I don't believe that's what the master had in mind, was to go dig a hole. I don't believe what the, the master had in mind. What he had in mind is what the five-talent guy and the two-talent servant, what they did. That they went, they traded, they, we don't know what that means, we don't know what that looks like, but they turned five talents into ten talents, or let's just, six million dollars in Uh, what would that, into 12 million dollars, right? Like, that is what I think the master had in mind. Not to go bury the talent, the treasure that was given to them in the ground. And in our own life, I believe we have the opportunity of how we manage, how we are faithful, what it looks like. But we're going to see that there's a response from the master. It's important what we do with what God has given us. It's important that we live our life, we serve in a way, that we use our money in a way, that we use our life a a value, that who we are, in a way that glorifies God. And our prayer would be, Lord, if I have one, I pray it doesn't stay at one, but Lord, let it be two. Lord, if I have one, I I believe that there's more to be, there's more to be had, that I I don't need only one, but Lord, when I give it back, there's going to be more to show than only what you gave me. I'm not going to bury it in a hole. Faithfulness is not fruitfulness. He was faithful to not lose that talent, but faithfulness should lead to fruitfulness. It should lead there, but it is not that. And I want to encourage you and ask you to begin to think in your heart, Lord, what am I doing with what you have given me? What am I doing with the abilities and the talents of what you've given me? Now, I haven't said I was going to do this, but see Ruth Bischoff right over here, during the pandemic time in her neighborhood, she used what she had to do some really cool things, like to get people in her neighborhood out of their homes, to just be outside, to get in groups, to spend time together. What'd she do? She didn't have to spend a lot of money. She'd have to do a lot of things besides say, hey, I want to bless and pour into people, so let's go and let's have some sidewalk conversations. Let's get some people out in our, that is called using what God is giving and seeing something happen in a time, if you think back two years ago, when it seemed like you couldn't do anything whatsoever at all. It's like, Lord, you're going to give wisdom for how I can use the gifts, the abilities, the talent, the opportunities of what I have right now to see something take place in the future. When I think about our lives and mentioning groups, when I think about who I am and and what I believe God has for me and what he has for us, we believe in groups. We believe here at Radiant Life Church that Sunday morning is good, but you know what's way better? I don't know if I'm allowed to say this because, I I mean, attendance is a big deal and all that stuff. But groups at your house are better than groups are a, a large group on Sunday morning. Now, you need to come every Sunday morning. Don't get me wrong. In fact, uh, I, I don't know if uh, Mike, Mike's back there. Uh, man, we're going to miss you. He's moving to Florida. He's been with us for 15 years, been our safety team every week, I think. I, I don't know if you are, but it, it seems like you are every single week faithful. I asked him this morning, like, thinking, how many times in 15 years have you not been at church? He's like, only on vacation. If I'm not on vacation, I'm at church. If you know Mike, he's here every single time. It's important. We need each other. But you know what else we need? We need to be in each other's living room, looking around the room and seeing some people, some pictures that were maybe at the Herrera, Pastor Brian's house. Some sitting all over the place, getting together and talking about the word, hearing the word really, really good. But then talking about the word is next level. Putting it into action in our life, managing what God has given us, being faithful. And letting that faith turn to fruit. Because as you sit around a room and as you sit talking to one another, as we encourage each other, as we serve together, something happens, turns to fruit in our life. And I've realized something else. that In this faithfulness that was given to him, these talents, in this faithfulness that is managed, that faithfulness in the work you are given, this is big. It produces more work for you. Right? Anybody say amen? Anybody? Come on. Faithfulness in the work you are given produces more work for you, work which proves your faithfulness all the more. And when I think about that statement, I think about my dad, Pastor Dave, the founding pastor here at Radiant Life Church. What has he done for now 42 years? And as the lead pastor here for 38 and a half years, what did he do? He was faithful. He was faithful. And faithfulness turned into more Money, more buildings, more giving away. It turns into what he does with our our network, the Assemblies of God, as a presbyter, as an executive presbyter, as a general presbyter with the, the nation. Like things that you might not understand what that means, but it means he's got influence. It means he has to go to meetings and he's got to give of his time. The last two years being the missions director for the state of Ohio. Why? Because he was faithful. And when you're faithful, then you get asked to do more and there's more, and there's more talents, there's more things that are given. When we are faithful, and when we manage those in the way that God would have for us, then we get a step into more. Now, some of us here in the room, maybe you're like, I don't, I don't want any more. Like, I've got a couple of kids at home, or we have five. Like, I don't need more. Or maybe you're like, well, I'm just pretty content right where I am. And I want to encourage you, That as God opens a door, he calls you into something and you step through faithfully. He will grow your capacity. He will grow who you are. He will grow what you're able to do and all of a sudden your impact will grow because you'll see and you'll grow and you'll see what God has for you. You'll be able to make a difference seeing Royal Family Kids Camp, the Dale sitting right there, seeing pouring into something where now hundreds of kids have experienced the blessing and the love of the Father, of our Father, through camp that happens every single year. It's something that's powerful. Why? Because people pour into it. And as you continue to go, there's influence that comes. And now there's hundreds of foster care students that their lives are different. Not because of only them, but because of them. And then you all who have come alongside of them. The fox is bringing that ministry. God expands what you are and who you are and what you're able to do. And I go back to that thought of money, actual physical money. If I had six million dollars, I think I could come up with a pretty good plan pretty quick. But my prayer is not, Lord, when I come upon, then I will be faithful. But Lord, right now, I don't care if I make ten grand, that would be, that would be difficult. Or fifty, or hundred, or maybe some in the room that, that make a large amount of money. Lord, help me to be faithful with what you've given me. And it's not about some amount of money that needs to be given, but it's about, Lord, my faithfulness with what you've entrusted me. I'm going to pour out and see my world, see something happen. Lord, help me to manage what you've given me in a way that even produces more work because I've been faithful. And faithfulness has turned into fruitfulness. And fruitfulness turns into more work for the kingdom. Lord, I'll, I want to do what you've called me to do. Not just so I've done it, not so I can say, but, Lord, because I can say I've been faithful. There's gonna be impact, kingdom impact. As we continue here, the next few verses, I love these verses. Because we get to see faithfulness that is celebrated in the lives of these servants. Verses 19 to 23 goes on. Now, after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Here, I have made five talents more. His master said to him, I, I think, if you can just put this in a God situation, is this not what we want? Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. A little. He'd been faithful over, you know, in our day, maybe six million dollars. Turned it into twelve million dollars. A little. It, it's just little to God. We think things are big. He's like, it's just little. You've done this. You've been faithful. I will set you over much. Enter the joy of your master. Uh, Real fast. Uh, This is is just free. He didn't say enter in the joy that you get because you've done all this stuff. Or now you have all this because you're rich. He says enter into the joy of your master. We don't find joy in the stuff we have or in the talents we have or in who we think we are. We find joy when we enter in to what the master has for us. We enter into what our father in heaven has given us. And he also in verse 22 said, uh, he also said, who had the two talents came forward saying, master, you delivered to me two talents. Here I have made two talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. Now, I love these verses. I mentioned it, I think there's nothing better than, Lord, I've been faithful. Lord, I accomplished. Lord, this took place and not because of me. In fact, the whole time I had zero talents or zero amount of money. That whatever it was, it wasn't me, but it's what you've given me. And when it came back, I get to give it all back to God because I realized it doesn't have anything to do with me. It's not mine ever anyways. So why does it matter? Oh, Lord, I'm going to do everything I can to please you, to give to you. Which means I can take my hands off and open my hands up to everything that god has given because it's not mine And we begin to realize that my kids are not mine lord They're yours lord. Help me. I don't know what the best thing is. Thankfully your word gives some guidance and direction, but lord They're yours My money or my finances or what I have. It's all yours It doesn't matter If I drive a nice car or I drive a car that's not as nice lord It's all yours It doesn't matter. Lord, whatever it looks like, I have open hands to you because to you it's all little. But when he gives it to us, he then gets to celebrate who you are and what happens in your life when faithfulness takes place. The same for the five-talent guy as for the two-talent guy. The same whether it seems big or whether it seems a little bit smaller. There was something about faithfulness. As we've been, I've just been thinking and letting this kind of Uh, marinated my head this week we or yesterday we got back friday we put it together yesterday and i think most of you got one of these as you came in uh they're in the back if you did not but just some different things in 2021 of what radiant life church did when i think of celebrating i want to celebrate you all because god has used you to do some really cool things just some things on the top we were able in the beginning of the year to give $125,000 to Revive Church Hilltop to help them get into their new building, paid for about a third of the cost of their building to make it possible. And now guess what? They're in that building. They're serving. They're worshiping. They're letting the goodness of God flow on the hilltop about 20 minutes from here. And I am so excited about the fact that we got to be a part. We get to celebrate. Lord, you got to use what has taken place in this place for you because of you. The Marysville Church launch, we were able last year to financially give $190,000 to see a church in Marysville, Pentecostal, thriving church that is growing. There's nothing better than seeing the kingdom of God expand and grow. Church, I celebrate you. That doesn't happen because of me, that happens because you and your faithfulness to what God is, to who he is, and what he is doing. Every year on the right side of that top portion, there's 70 plus missionaries and ministries that we support as Radiant Life Church, over $168,000 every year that we get to give away all over the world to see the message of the kingdom, to see the word of God get poured forth to our world. Church, there's something about being able to say that 70 plus missionaries and missionaries, uh, organizations and ministries are growing and ex- expanding and we get to be a part of because of the faithfulness of what you have done. Go ye offering. One of our favorite uh, events of the year. This year gave over $24,000 to Goyi, another 10000 excuse me, to uh, the, the Goyi project this year, the Navajo Nation Water Project, to see water go to the hot Navajo Nation in America, where most, 40%, do not have running water in their homes. And then the Assemblies of God in Arizona taking the message of the gospel to those people. It's not about water only, but it's about bringing the water the, the goodness of God to these people. Taking care of their physical body. There's something that happens. We get to celebrate it. Last year, $34,000 I mentioned a Royal Family Kids Camp. The, these kids that was given. There's something about coming together and celebrating. 2021 was pretty awesome. You got to make a kingdom impact. Because you were faithful. Not only with money, but in this case on this sheet. With money, God has used you. The last year, life groups have been kicked back off. And we have about more than a third of our adult uh, Sunday morning attendance that's in life groups on a Sunday mo- or on uh, every other week. That's amazing. That's what we want. But you know what? That means to me there's two-thirds of you that aren't in groups yet. And let's come on in. Let's get a part of groups because there's something about coming and growing together. Every single week. It feels like over the last several months, there's new people that are jumping into teams. In fact, you can look on the back side of this paper, our heart for the house side of what we do. Developing leaders, seeing everyone actively discipled, right? Inviting people in and reaching out together through our groups. Sharing the love of Jesus serving inside the house leads us outside. And our prayer is that everyone would serve on a team. And every week there's new people that are jumping in to be a part of what God is doing. It was mentioned earlier that the egg hunt is coming up, and we need you on the 10th of April. We need you to sign up to be a part. You can go to radiant.family. You can sign up there. There's something about when we come together. In fact, I want you to pray. I don't know if we've ever done this before. See Pastor Dave in the back But the big billboard, that is the digital billboard, right on 33 next to the hospital. We're going to have our big egg hunt invite to church on Sunday morning. Then the next week we're going to have our big Easter invite, just inviting our community to be a part of what God is doing. Why? Because we believe that something takes place when we share the love of Jesus. And we need you. There's something about being faithful in the little things here that then, you know what my prayer is? That then there's things you do that are outside of these walls. It's not about inside of these walls. It's about what happens here being taken out. What happens in our groups. Leading people in and then bringing and serving and and doing outreach from within our groups. There's something about being faithful with the call of what God has done. What he's called us to do. And I celebrate you. When I think of finances, we are so blessed at Radiant Life Church because of you. We're so just blessed by what God is doing. And I could celebrate as a lead pastor. In fact, I mentioned Pastor D- uh, Dave and Kay there in the back. We, we can't always talk about the blessing that God pours out through you at Radiant Life Church, what we're able to do beca- with other pastors, because sometimes it's not encouraging to them, if we're just being real. Sometimes we're like, our, our church, our people, the people that God has put here, You get it, and I want to celebrate you. Thank you. But I can't end this sermon without doing the last few verses of this. And this is where my prayer is that not one of us would reside. Not one of us would be in what we're about to read. Not one of us would put ourselves in a place where our faithfulness stops at burying what we have been given in the ground and saying, well, I didn't mess it up. Or I don't have enough enough with me so I'm just not going to do anything because I'm not gifted in. Or I don't have enough so I'm just going to not. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to serve. I'm not going to meet together. That's not my thing. or I'm, I'm not going to give maybe or whatever it might be your thing. Because as we are going to continue and finish this portion of scripture there's something about being celebrated but there's the other side. And I don't want this for any person. In Matthew 25, 24 through 30 goes on. He also, who had received the one talent, came forward saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow, and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. But his master answered him, You wicked and slothful servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown, and gather where I scattered no seed. Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, And at my coming, I should have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to uh, him who has the ten talents. For to everyone who has will more be given. And he will have an abundance. But for the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And this is not my favorite verse. And cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping. And gnashing of teeth. I like celebrating faithfulness. And thankfully I don't. We don't. We're not the judges. But there's also a moment when faithfulness will be judged. This master gave this talent. And it was buried in the ground. And I find it interesting that the, the servant knew. That there was something. He knew that he should have done something. He knew that this, the master. Or he thought the master was a hard man. He he thought that he was something that he wasn't, in fact. Because what the master wanted to do was celebrate. To welcome into his family. To welcome into the joy that only he could give. And we find that it's not about the collective of these guys. They did pretty good. Eight talents to 15 talents. Like, that's, that's pretty good. But the one who did not choose to put it into work or even put it in the bank so interest could be had. It's a percent right now, or two, or three. That would have been something. But to hide it was in the end pushed forth away from what his father was doing. The guy didn't seem to, the servant didn't seem to really humble himself. Didn't seem to be sorry. He just said, here is what is yours. He was called wicked and lazy. That's pretty strong. I don't think any person in the room wants to hear those things. And I believe, and it's so important that we realize that faithfulness must be our standard. It must be what we're about. It's not about results. It's not about the fact that the guy didn't double it. That doesn't have anything to do with it. It's about the fact that he buried it. He didn't walk in faithfulness to the Lord. And my prayer and my heart for Radiant Life Church, for you, is that we would be a people that walk in the faithfulness that God has given us with the talents that God has given us to see the world around us changed with the message of the gospel. My prayer is that we would not be found fruitless, but we would be found fruitful in all we do because we're simply faithful. We're not trying to make up something. We're not trying to do something that we've not, or we shouldn't. We're just being faithful with what God has given us. God rewards faithfulness. God will bring fruitfulness. But the challenge here is don't get caught holding God's original investment. And I want to ask you today, what is it that you need to do? What is maybe the step? And for some of you, it's celebrating and you keep doing it. You keep rolling. You you keep going with what God has because as you do, as he asks you to do something, you're going to step into it because you're just going to continue to be faithful. But if there's another one or two in the room that you'd say, I don't like, I liked it all at the beginning, but I didn't like that last part. Maybe you know there's areas in your life where God has called you out or he's given you a talent. He's given you something. He's called you to do something and you've said, I'm good. I don't want to do that. I want to encourage you that the word speaks super clear. Please be faithful with what God has given you. Please be faithful. We as a church get to combine our resources, combine and see great things happen. We got to see last year over $550,000 that was given away, away from Radiant Life Church because of you. That's a crazy, crazy number. That's wild. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for what you've done. But if you're here and you maybe weren't a part of the giving or a part of the serving or a part of continuing to grow in God, or maybe when you go out of this place, your work, you just cut that off. That's Jesus' Sundays, maybe a a group or a Wednesday night. I want to encourage you today. Would you step into faithfulness just a little more? Don't leave Jesus at church. Don't leave Jesus in a group or when you're with your Christian friends, but be faithful with what he's given you. And maybe for some, maybe it is finances, it's money, and you say, you know I don't really participate in that. I don't, really, I don't really do that, or I don't like that, or I've seen things not go well before. And I want to encourage you that when you give God everything, when you give God your heart, and I'm not, I'm not saying sell all your stuff, that would be pretty extreme, but when you just say, Lord... I'm going to do the principles of the word. I'm going to be a giver. I'm going to be a tither. I'm going to, I'm going to follow the principles of what that looks. I'm going to give maybe over and above in missions or in, in uh, giving that's over above that sometimes. In fact, we would call that on our rock star givers, uh, recurring tithers, we encourage everyone to jump in. Maybe you're not tithing but, and you're not giving at all. And maybe today you'd say, you know what? I want to jump in. I would encourage you, maybe $5 a week. Maybe $10 or $20 a week. Maybe you say, I'm just going to jump in. Maybe for some of you it's taking a step and saying, Lord, the principle of your word in Malachi and other locations to tithe. I'm going to do it. In fact, this might be crazy. But if you say, you know what, I, I'm never tithed before. And you say, I want to start tithing. If you tithe after 90 days, if God hasn't blessed you and poured his spirit out upon you, your home, upon what you're doing. We will give you all that money back, whatever you give in 90 days. Because the word of God and the blessing of God and the truths of God, they don't return void. It's not just some thing, but when God entrusts us and then we are faithful. Believe with all my heart, you will be blessed. Pastor Dave, I've given that offer before. We've never had anybody ever ask for their money back. You can be the first though. We'll give it to you. We'll write you a check. But if you are faithful, God produces fruit something happens. Maybe today you'd say, you know, on here, missions giver. We get to support every week our missionaries, our 70 plus missionaries. Maybe you're over and above that, a legacy giver as we call it, that you look for what is going on, what is a project taking place. In fact, a few weeks ago, we took an offering for Ukraine. We were able to give almost 12,000 dollars for relief efforts in Ukraine to the uh, assemblies of God ch- uh, local churches there, the national church, through convoy of hope. There's something about coming together and seeing that take place. Thank you. But if you're not a part, we invite you to jump in. We invite you to jump in and serving in groups, in giving, and multiplying yourself. What's that mean? Telling somebody else about what Jesus, about who he is to you. Believing that people will come to know him. Believing that maybe next year, next year when we launch our next campus, that God is going to use you because you're going to have grown this church. We need to see growth so that we can send people out once more. Because that's what we are called to do, to be faithful to the kingdom. And in fact, on the bottom of this sheet, what's new in 2022, some goals that we have. Or we would love, we want to add 10 new missionaries to our group, which means we'd be 80 plus missionaries. So that's like $21,000 a year. That would be a yearly thing. We want to raise our missionaries. uh, It's nothing crazy, but we want to raise $5 a month as inflation is wild, at least a little bit. Give five more dollars per month to all of our missionaries. That costs about $4,500 in a year. We want to see, if you haven't noticed, we have some amazing SEU practicum students that are a part of our church. And they're wonderful. We're so excited. And we want to start giving to SEU scholarship that we're going to create. And we wanted that to be a yearly thing that we do to help students. Our practicum students are are even separate from that. But those that are going into the ministry, men and women, that are called by God, we want to do that. That's going to be maybe $5,000 a year. We want to do some one-time gifts this year. One revived church. They haven't even asked us yet, but I know what Pastor Stephen's heart is. I know what they're going to do, and uh, they're going to be remodeling the building we helped them get in because Pastor Stephen wants to be able to have a warming room for the homeless. What does that look like? The goal is from the outside, a block room that would have heat in it so on cold nights, homeless people can come and they can get warmed up and be there for a period of time. Maybe it's something that needs to have someone manning it, or maybe it's something that they can just come in and they, if I, they've got to figure that out. They want to put showers in. He said one of the biggest uh, difficulties, if you are homeless and then you have a job opportunity, but you don't have anywhere to get cleaned up to take a shower in, most people don't hire people that look like they're homeless. So what can we do? We can create and make showers so people can come and get cleaned and get and take care of themselves. And then even when job opportunities come, they have a much better chance because they'll be cleaned and they have clothing Clothing already they give out. They can take care of them, food, things that we want to come and partner with them. Revive Church. There's a villages, a, a new church plant in Westerville that we want to bless them. Pastor Justin and his team are going to be starting in Marcus Cinema in September. And we just want to bless them to sow into what God is doing. So we want to help them with some startup costs and some outreach money to be able to get that uh, work off the ground, Villages Church. All the time there's mission projects that come up. We want to be able to continue to bless. I mentioned we already gave $11,000 to Ukraine uh, and to the Convoy of Hope and to the national churches there, not just to Ukraine, but to see the message of the gospel poured forth. And there's going to be more. So we want to be ready that when those things come, we can give those. We're continuing uh, Heartland Conference Retreat Center. We want to give $20,000 more to be able to building the building. Uh, it's about ready to be done. And then there's another phase of what that's going to look like. And so we want to continue to sow into Heartland. This year, I'm believing for maybe 70 of our students to go to summer camps, to middle school, to high school camp, to kids camps, to starter camp. Our kids get to go and they get to experience Jesus. They get to be filled with the Holy Spirit. They get to receive of what God is. There's something about camps, and we want to continue to be a blessing. Just some upgrade. These things are are way less important than those. But we're going to be carpeting our foyer, our sanctuary, our stage here this year. We're going to be updating our cafe and our foyer. If you have children, maybe you realize the cafe to get down that hall is a little tight. And so we're going to be reconfiguring that so there's more space to go down that hallway. We're going to do some improvements. But what I'm excited about is, Lord, how can we be faithful to see people come to know you? How can we be faithful? I mentioned before up on the top portion of that, the missionaries that we already have. We're going to keep giving. Royal Family Kids Camp, we're going to keep giving. And in fact, if you would want to be a part of helping our foster kids, I saw, I think within a month or so, there's a trainings are starting real soon and they need your help. Let's get and be a part of Royal Family Kids Camp. Let's see what God has done and what he's done before. He's gonna do it again. We're gonna continue to be faithful and we're gonna say, Lord, how do we step out into what you have, into the next thing? And church, it only happens as we all come together. And so today, if you're like, I get to be celebrated. I've been given. I'm a part. I'm, I'm continuing after Jesus. Or maybe today there's a little bit of conviction. There's a little bit, uh Zoe mentioned the Holy Spirit will convict us. Maybe there's some conviction. Can I ask you today? Would you let the Lord speak to you? Would you let the Lord guide you? Would you let the Lord help you know? What do I need to do to be faithful? What do I need to do to take a step where God would have me? Church, when we come together, there's nothing. There's nothing that our God cannot do. There's nothing that will stop us if we're faithful to his call. If we're faithful to keep taking a step. If we're faithful to say, Jesus, whatever you have, whatever it looks like. If it's easy, or maybe sometimes when it really is hard, Lord, I'm going to be faithful. One talent, maybe you feel like you're two. Maybe you feel like you're five talent. There's just so much, so much opportunity. Be faithful. Be faithful. Let's step into the, what the Lord has. Next week as you come, there's going to be an opportunity to respond, not with your name, but just with your heart. Uh, maybe in some of these areas. Maybe there's some people in the house when it comes down to money that you'd say, you know what? God has given me a blessing and you want to do one of these things. You're like, I just want to bless Revive Church. I'll take care of that whole 20000 Somebody might be able to do it. Somebody else, it might look like you give giving a $10 or a $20 gift because that's a challenge. And when we all come together, God can do amazing things through this church. On the financial side, but also in our serving, in our groups, in our discipleship, growing in him. And then going to see our world look more like Jesus. That's what it's about. So church this morning, I'm thankful for a master that says, well done, thou good and faithful servant. I'm thankful for a master that says, enter into the joy of your master. And this morning, if you need his joy, if you need his peace, if you need his direction, I'm just going to pray a prayer, a blessing over you as you leave, that we would be faithful. And as we're faithful, what he said is going to be poured out in your life. And if you need to take a step this week, be praying. Lord, what would you have me to do? What's this look like? In my time, in my talents, in my money, in my influence, maybe in my job. Lord, what's it look like to be faithful? So Lord, this morning we come before you and we're thankful, God, that you are so good. You're so gracious. Lord, that you give talents and you don't give a small amount to anybody. But Lord, you pour out your blessing. And Lord, I pray that you would help us starting right here. Lord, I pray for me that I would be faithful. Lord, help us as a church to be faithful. Help Radiant Life Church to make a difference around the world. God, because we come together and it's not a few of us doing a lot, but it's all of us just simply being faithful. Using what you've given us to see our world come to know you. So Lord, we thank you. We praise you. You are so, so Good. And Lord, we ask you, you would continue to help us be in worship, spending time with you daily, spending time talking with you, and communing in prayer, and being in your word, God. So, Lord, I pray that each person in this place experiences your presence, Lord, because they're with you. They're spending time with you. Help them to walk in faithfulness this week. You are so. So good. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you poured out upon us as Radiant Life Church and on individuals in this room. And we just say yes one more time to you, to what you've called us to do, who you have called us to be. We love you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for coming this morning. I just want to be sure that you know on your way out we have Invite cards, both for the egg hunt, which on the back also invites to Easter. There's also a square card that's only Easter specific. You can grab one of these cards or 10 or give out all of them. Uh, As as many as you'll give out, please take. And we're just thankful for what's coming. Be praying even that a billboard with 100,000 people every day that go by it, that for the next 14 days, I believe starting tomorrow, they're going to be seeing that. Would you be praying that people are just, their interest is Sparked. maybe people that don't go to church also right after this service or the beginning of the next we have our awards uh, sunday for our kids royal rangers girls ministries and we're thankful if you're a royal ranger commander a girls ministry leader or you bring your kids we love our kids discipleship and you might not be here to watch it but these stairs will be filled with young people and uh, thank you for being a part for being a part of radiant life church we love you pray your bl- our just blessing upon you this week be careful what you watch be careful what you listen to be careful what you talk about Savor the presence of Jesus. Have a good week.